1: Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints.
2: Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money-making conversations. Here we go. It's that time of year, everybody. It's the fourth quarter. This time of year. Foods everywhere. Kids are everywhere. Snacks everywhere. Candies everywhere. Medicine. You get sick all the time. I remember I got my COVID shot the other day. They asked me, did I want a flu shot? I've never gotten a flu shot. I said no. And the very next day. I got sick. <laughs> so, you know, I should have got that flu shot. It was available to me. I said, no, I got my COVID shot. It's the fourth COVID shot I've gotten, and I feel good about that. But more importantly, it's about medicine. And medicine uh, is part of our everyday lifestyle. You, you Some people say they don't want to take medicine. They don't like needles. It's not about needles. It's about Healthcare, daily health care, especially health care which involves small children. My next guest is Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy. She's a registered pharmacist in the state of Louisiana, been there many times. She's been there nearly three decades of retail and hospital experience. She currently works as a consultant pharmacist and serves as director of pharmacy at a specialty hospital that focuses on patients with medically complex conditions. In her children's books, It's Not Candy?, Excuse me, It's Not Candy. She incorporates a beautiful tapestry of music and medicine that is fun yet conveys the important message of medication safety. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy.
3: Hi, thank you for having me.
2: Well, great to have you on the show. Uh, I called you earlier. You know, I always, when I get to these interesting guests like this especially on subject matter i want to i call my guests because i want to make sure we're on the same page and the questions that i asked that we're all comfortable when she said "Rashawn, fire away you know because this is about you know information that not only children need to hear but adults need to hear is that correct
3: that is absolutely correct
2: now louisiana what part of louisiana god tell me where you at now you just can't louisiana big old state now what part of louisiana <laughs> are you hanging right. out at? Shreveport, New Orleans, northeast. Baton Rouge, where you at? Shreveport, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, where
3: you at? <laughs> I'm close to Shreveport, northeast <laughs> Louisiana, so I'm about an hour and a half from Shreveport in West Monroe, Monroe, Louisiana.
2: Absolutely. Uh, welcome there. Uh, great food, I'm sure, up in that Monroe area. Now, how did you get in the pharmaceutical field? What what attracted you there <laughs> uh, in, 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 you know, Pharmacy.
3: Right. Like a lot of kids in high school, you really don't know what direction you want to go in. So I started off in pharma, um, in chemistry. I went to Gremlin State University at HBCU. Absolutely. And so I spent three years there in chemistry. I did some internships and I discovered I don't want to be in chemistry. And right here in our hometown, Monroe, there is a pharmacy school. So someone suggested that. I thought about it. I prayed about it. And I transferred to pharmacy school, and it was one of the best decisions that I made.
2: I didn't know that. So educate me a little bit. So so I always thought you had to go to like a four-year school to be a pharmacist. So you're telling me that it's a school specifically that you can just go to to be a pharmacist? How many years is that, educational lane?
3: Well, now it's probably about six to seven years because you could go straight into a doctoral program. Wow. Back then, we would get a bachelor degree. Okay. And so it was about a five-year to six-year program then. And um, so I had to go back for another three years. Um, so I spent eight years total I'm of degrees.
2: I'm days <laughs> of doctor. You know, you made it sound like that was like a couple of years. Okay, I'm about to, i about to right. tell you, Why I didn't hear about this pharmacy opportunity uh-huh. here? Oh,
3: somebody <laughs> told me about a pharmacy school, and I went. Right. You come back about no, eight no, what, years. What? No matter what age people are, I just tell them go because that time just goes by so quickly. You know, time is moving.
2: Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I'll tell you right now, you, you made it sound like it was a couple of years and you was out. Okay. Really? Yeah, you you very casual with that educational window there no. for, uh, to be a pharmacist. Somebody told me right. about a pharmacy school and
3: I just went. No. I mean, uh, no, I put did, some time in. Uh, definitely. Uh, officer,
2: when you said the word doctoral program, I went, okay, now she's uh-huh. been there for a minute there she be an Yes. See, that's what stopped me from being a lawyer. You know, so I could I could go okay. to school and then, then then go to another school and then so right. then have to take a test. <laughs> and then they can tell me, yes. hey, you dumb. Okay. <laughs> 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 We're gonna send you back. No. no right. Just, that
3: final test does matter. <laughs> it does
2: matter. So so congratulations on that now. Now one of the passions that's led to the development of your medi managed consulting company. Please tell us what that's all about.
3: Okay, well, the um, the mission of MediManage is to just help build a healthy community just by providing education on the safe use of medications. So we want to prevent medication-related problems. We want to help increase um, medication adherence and just improve overall health outcomes in our community.
2: Now, when you say overall health outcomes, now what did mm-hmm. you see now because, you know, uh, Medicine, I brought you on the show because we're talking about, you know, the the children's book, It's Not Candy. And we're going to get to that. Yeah, But okay. it all starts with the adults. Now, I have a daughter. She's an adult now. But I remember, uh-huh. you know, she, you know, you put the little locks on the on the on the on the child locks on the doors. And then uh-huh. a week later, they open in the child lock going on. <laughs>
3: where you you did good <laughs> by using the child lock a lot of people don't do that they just leave it lying around and that's part of the problem right there right. you know <laughs> it, it really seriously
2: it's it can <laughs> people are that casual and I'm just talking very honestly because it well, my wife and I you know we have bleaches underneath bleach underneath the cabin you have mm-hmm. uh, most of the more corrosive or dangerous items are at the lowest level. Uh, put underneath the cabinet underneath the sink, so that that is reachable for kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that we don't keep them on the shelves you know we want to hide those things and so right. so that's what i'm saying is that when you're telling me that rishan what you're doing is kind of like it i would think would be normal if you're a parent and you're telling me mm-hmm. a lot of parents disregard that
3: a lot of parents disregard it. So there was a study that came out that says medications are a leading cause of accidental poisoning deaths in children. And so we have to really get to a point where we're training adults as well as children to safe medication practices. Simple things just like putting it up and away and out of the reach, out of the sight of the children. Lock it up if you can. Well, simple things like that.
2: We you know then the simple things like that. Do you do uh, like sessions or uh, when, when you you know because you know here's the thing when you when you mm-hmm. always, you always you're a parent and just like yes. I am and your goal is you want your you want your children to live you and so mm-hmm. as an adult the number one problem as we as adults is that we don't follow the rules for ourselves.
3: And what I'm saying is
2: that, you know, it's just an example. I'm not going to name a medicine, but some medicine might call for, you know, the little measuring cup every six hours. Mm -hmm. And we'll mess around and say, I'm going to take two measuring cups or a cup and a half of the measuring cup. Trying to act like that will expedite the healing process. Your pharmacist, tell my audience to stop doing that
3: please stop doing that cuz some medications have a delay reaction you know we want everything right now right now and so sometimes it has a delay reaction and so if you're compounding it that is actually overdosing you're getting too much of something and then we have to get better with measurements and we're actually on the medical side working on that keeping things like if i say 1 teaspoonful But you might have a cup that has milliliters on it. We got to standardize things more. So I say, I'm going to take one teaspoonful, and you have a cup that has like 10 ml, but you take the full 10 ml, that's double the dose. And so we just have to really be knowledgeable, arm ourselves. If you're not sure, I tell people ask a professional, ask your pharmacist. Don't just go ahead and go with it, ask questions. Try to learn your medications, learn the routine, learn the measurements. Um, Other little tips like don't hold on to old medicine. Put those things away. Um, Make sure your doctor knows all of your medications, especially if you use more than one doctor.
4: Old old medicine?
3: Old medicine. What is old medicine? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, say you go to one doctor, or I'll say medicine that you should no longer be taking. Right. And now your health is improving, but you want to hold on to this just in case or something like that. But what happens is some people get confused on drug names, drug dosages, things change. So it's best to get rid of medicine that you should no longer be taking.
2: Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. I went to the pharmacist the other day. You know, the, uh-huh. you know, and um, I've never, you know, I'm going to just tell you something, doctor.
3: Okay.
2: You seem upbeat. You seem like if I go to the pharmacist, I'll go back there. You're smiling. You're happy. I've never right. seen a happy pharmacist in my <laughs> life. Are they working in the death? What's going on back there behind that counter? All I want is my medicine. But it looked like they want to throw the medicine pills at me. Like they. Yes. What's, what's going on? What's
3: Why is it there are no happy pharmacists? <laughs> well, you know what? We used to be the happiest people and it used to be the desired profession, right? right? But now there's so many responsibilities placed on the pharmacist that they don't have time to do their job. And just imagine, you know, people, you have this mental health crisis, people coming in there with an attitude. One, you know, they go from one to ten. And, you know, so you're dealing with a lot of people. You're dealing with doctors. You're dealing with customers. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot on the pharmacist so everybody has to be patient with
2: one another oh really okay all I want is my medicine okay (laughs) I sit in my little chair you know you know you go back ruffling through the little packages I called it in you know please just don't be be." but but I I, I read this summer that there was some uh, issues about the working uh, hours and the workload that's being put on um, pharmacists that they were considering striking correct
3: that is correct. You know, the pharmacists, they have to give vaccinations. Right. They have to talk to the insurance companies. They have to cancel the patients. They have to deal with, um, they have to fill the prescriptions. You may come in with one prescription, but somebody else may come in with 10 to 20 prescriptions. Wow. Just think, you have hundreds of people like that. So that's why it takes so long to get your medicine. Hold on, hold on, hold
2: on. You mean somebody comes <laughs> in there with seriously, you're a pharmacist. I mean, one person Yes, will come in there yes.
3: with 10 prescriptions. Absolutely. They call it polymedicine. Some people are just you you're treating one thing, you know, medications have side effects. Right. So then you gotta treat that side effect. So it's just one thing after another, then people have multiple diseases. Mm-hmm. So they may have heart disease, they may have asthma, you know, they have all these other things. They may have some kind of mental health um issue going on. So Everything is just compounded, and it's not uncommon for someone to have that many medications. Now, I see it every day.
2: Now, before we go to our break, uh, how does one reach out to you if they want to get some information and follow up more, about, learn more about your manage Consulting Company?
3: Okay, they can go to yo. dot org or medmanage dot org for more information.
2: Well, that was, was said a real professional, and as we close out <laughs> this break, you know is is there an age you know, you know you have teens you have you have you, first of all mm-hmm. we on the show talk about three and four year old kids which we're going to talk yeah. about in the next break um, okay and then you have you know uh, middle school then you have high school then you have nor all adults you know what i'm saying and then you have senior right. citizens of that age group Is it one that stands out that says, hey, we need to pay more attention to our senior citizens or we need to pay more attention to our teens? Which group do you think we need to focus on outside of the young three and four and five year old kids?
3: I really think we need to focus on the teens the teens are becoming um there is more and more drug use there's more and uh, because of the medications in the home they may be getting it from the parents but they're sharing it at school so I really think we need to focus on the on the teens
2: wow I'm talking to Dr. Yolanda D. McElroy uh Dr. Yo-Yo and when we come back we'll be talking about her book It's Not Candy she incorporates a beautiful tapestry of music and medicine that is fun yet conveys the important message of medication safety for children It's very important be right back with more money-making conversation this is rushan mcdonald
0: we'll be right back with more money-making conversations masterclass with rushan mcdonald
1: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other Even before you do, every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025
5: QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. That's oracle.com
4: slash strategic oracle.com slash strategic.
0: You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations, Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
2: Following Tamron Hall's bittersweet exit from NBC Today show more than two years ago, a lot of people wrote her off and some said it was a mistake to leave the show. Well, Tamron Hall has overcome the odds and now hosts one of the hottest shows in Daytime Talk.
3: Most important to me and for me is that folks who are at home watching know what they're getting. They're getting a real conversation. I hope they're getting smart questions. We are looking for substantive ways to make our lives better as people, as parents. The human experience is a common thread. At the end of
0: the day, I don't want someone keeping me from my dream. I don't want someone, you know, standing in my
3: way. I want inspiration. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better daughter. I want to be a better mom. And so that's a big part of what we talk about on our show. If you want
2: to hear this full interview with Tamron Hall, visit moneymakingconversation.com. Keep winning. HBCUs represent black excellence. If you attend or are an alumnus of an HBCU, we want to hear about your story. The My HBCU Story Digital Library will allow current HBCU students and alumni to share their stories. More information is available at HBCUCollegeDay.com. You
1: can upload a photo. The photo can be recent or from when you attended your HBCU. More information is available at HBCUCollegeDay.com. Programming is made possible in part by support from 3815 Media, led by Emmy and NAACP Image Award-winning television producer, Rashawn McDonald. 3815 Media offers social media management, podcast production, designs logos, and develops websites. Additional services include brand management and career development consulting services. More information is available at info at 3815media.com. Keep winning
2: if you're about to make a change in your life and you feel uncomfortable that's the best feeling you can have because for the first time in your life you're making a decision that's going to be best for you and not what somebody told you to do and that's when all bets are off. welcome to money making conversation masterclass I'm your host Rashawn McDonald our theme is there's no perfect time to start following your dreams I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. My next guest is Stephen A. Smith. Kurt Franklin. Christina Million. His name is Will Packer. Attorney Benjamin Crump. There are two justice systems that govern America. Deion Sanders. Purpose is tied to my passion. If I'm not passionate about it, it cannot be my purpose. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start living your own. More information is available at MoneyMakingConversation.com. Keep winning.
0: Welcome back to the Money-Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Money-Making Conversations Masterclass continues online at moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money-Making Conversations Masterclass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: We're on the show promoting, today, this episode is promoting health and safety. uh, We are addressing an important issue that affects family, preventing accidental overdoses, empowering children with knowledge on medication and improving communications between the parents and the children. Please talk to me about that last statement I just, improving communications between the parent and the children. And we are talking about that. What age group are we talking about, the communication lane that you're discussing?
3: It's really um, from four years old. You may even want to start at three years old up until nine to 10 years old is a very important age range. We want to get them before they reach middle school and before they go to high school to really instill the importance of medication safety, how to keep themselves safe. Um, Those are important. That's an important age range.
2: Right. Now, when you talk about the age range, Mm -hmm. how do you you're an adult how are you reaching this age range being that you're an adult you're not their parents and you're walking into an environment uh they're not in kindergarten yet okay Mm -hmm. how are you reaching them
3: so when i do these medication safety um sessions i tailor it toward the age group so you know you're talking to a little four-year-old you can't it'll be different from the nine-year-old. So I try to tailor it, just keep it as simple as possible. No big words, just like, you see this bottle? Don't touch it. You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because all the children, they're so important. They're so valuable. And I want to say our elderly are too. I thought about that (laughs) before we went to break. We're all important. We're all valuable. But we want to get them early and steal that training so they can learn how to make good decisions That would carry on through their adulthood.
2: Now, with that being said, please elaborate on your vision for your book. You know, because it's important. I know it's important. But what, 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 what motivated you? You know, you know, was it a personal crisis Mm -hmm. in your life, or a relative, or something you read in the newspaper that said, you know, I got to do this?
3: It wasn't a personal crisis, but um, in our ministry, we would take our youth to um, a hospital for children with mental health issues. They were either homicidal or suicidal, and we would just minister to them and just spread the love of God and give them hope and joy. And so just working with children in that aspect um, just became a passion of mine. And so the book is based on actual events. Um, I had When I was in school working on my clinical, mm-hmm. I had to create a community service project, mm-hmm. and I chose medication safety for children. And so in that, I created a song just to make it fun, make it memorable, and I have actual demonstrations when I do the sessions where medicines actually look like candy, and we try to see can they tell the difference. And most of the time, the children and the adults Cannot tell the difference, and so that is my main motivation. Because many medication-related injuries they are preventable, right? And right. so the book is just designed to help um, arm and just equip the parent and the child with knowledge that would help prevent those medication-related um, injuries or bring harm.
2: Okay, cool. Let's let's bring it on back home to the parent. Because this is the whole okay. issue, you know. You you know you can go to these schools, you can talk mm-hmm. to these children that you don't know, but somehow you care about them. And like mm-hmm. you said, there are some parents out there don't latch cabinets, don't put safety locks on doors. You know, keep dangerous chemicals and medicines at reachable levels for these kids. And I say mm-hmm. that this time of year because of the <laughs> fact that you know, and I know this for a fact when Halloween hits. Candy is everywhere and the candy gets smaller yep. too. And candy can look like medicine sometimes can look like exactly. chiclets. can look like little, little uh, chiclets and all that, all these little gumdrops mm-hmm. and all these things. And so that means that we have to be even more important because of the fact that you, you, all of when you're getting it. And so you can see your child mm-hmm. eating something. You can think they're eating candy yes. and not thinking anything at all. Am I correct?
3: That is so true. And now an even bigger problem are these edibles that are in the homes. The children are getting getting sick from edibles. They're taking it to school and they're sharing it with each other and they're getting sick. They're being rushed to the hospital. And I like to tell people that it was a Virginia mother that was charged with murder after her four-year-old son dies from eating THC gummies. So even... When we talk about medications, I have to include edibles because there's so much marijuana in the homes now that they have to know that you need to put even those things up and away because kids think it's just a a tasty snack, you know, a good-looking snack. It may be a cookie. It may be a gummy. It may be a brownie or anything like that. So we have to be vigilant in educating our parents on how to keep their children safe.
2: Okay, now let's talk about the putting together the book, okay? Because mm-hmm. everybody has a bright idea. Like you told me, because I, to, I had to slow you down. You the one told me, you know you heard about this pharmacy school over there. You just went over there. Next thing you know, it sounded like it was two years. It was eight years, okay? So <laughs> so I got to slow you down when you start talking about putting together okay. this book. Your, your inspirational window right. is a lot bigger than you lead, a, lead us to believe. So you, right. you had this idea for a book. How did you start putting it together? And how did you start motivating yourself that this was something that was necessary to be achieved.
3: Right. Okay. So when I got the idea, actually, it was my pastor that um, sold the seed. She was like, you need to put that in a book after the presentation. There you but go. it wasn't until a couple of years later there you go. that <laughs> God reminded me to write the book. It's like I heard it write Mm -hmm. the book. And so I just started researching. I researched for like a year because I had no idea where to start. So I would talk to people that had a book. I would research. Do I self-publish? Do I go through a publishing company? So I researched for like a year. And finally, I settled on um, someone, a pastor that has a publishing company, and he just helped me. We put together a team, an editor. I found an illustrator, and it just went from there.
2: Now, when people listen Online here, I also want to use your approach to advising mm-hmm. them if they have a dream, if they want to write a book, what were some mm-hmm. of the hiccups that you encountered in putting together your dream?
3: I tell people if you have set yourself a budget, you may want to double it or triple it <laughs> because every step it seemed like I needed more money for it, it didn't work out, so I had to pay to get something else done. So, and I always tell people to be patient um and don't give up, right. just keep at it, keep researching, surround yourself. I surrounded myself with other authors, I try to learn from them. I even went to an author's class, mm-hmm. so if it's something they want to do, research, take a class if you have to, just arm yourself with knowledge now is now, what I would do
2: now dr Yo yo are you rapping in are you rapping on this uh Book, are you rapping? or you music yeah. tap? I heard the word yeah. music tapestry. Look, you know, because Dr. Yo-Yo sound like sounds like a rapper to me now, okay? <laughs>
3: You sound. I sound like a rapper. I ask the kids all the time, "Do I look like a rapper?" You no, know, so no, I give them no. some corny little rap, <laughs> and they be like, "Oh, that's that's terrible," you <laughs> know.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you know, we go from Yolanda to Doctor Yo Yo. That sound like you about to rap here, but I want to congratulate right. you because, like I said, uh, you know, the company Meta-Man, meta man meta consulting uh-huh. is needed, and uh, I want. I'm happy I brought you on the show. But as we close, can you tell us again how we can uh, find? out more information and and learn more about your incredible uh, book, It's Not Candy, and it's about saving young kids from parents who need help.
3: Yes, you can go to DrYoyo.org or MediManage.org get information. We look to partner with organizations. We have school districts that buy the books, um, and they put it in the classroom so the teachers can read it to the students. Just looking for um, partners just to get the book out there, get the message out there. It's the most important thing um, because our children are important and their lives are valuable. And so together we all can help build a healthy community just by arming ourselves with that knowledge. Um, of medication safety.
2: Thank you, Dr. Yo-Yo, for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. You were fantastic.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Appreciate it. And again, next week, and then thank you guys for listening to my uh, three episodes of The Value Proposition. I'll be back next week. Again, this the holiday season. Take time to rest and take care of yourself. Bye-bye.